Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the John Cass Podcast. You know, as of late, I feel like I finally found my flow on how I'm going to be recording and dropping content on a more consistent basis. You know, I'm trying to stop taking these really long breaks in between episodes at times because I know, you know, it's not really helpful to me or to any of my viewers or listeners at this point. So I'm trying to, you know, get that settled. I haven't really formally decided on like my specific day that I will be dropping episodes and stuff. But uh, at the moment, I'm just kind of recording or, you know, when I when something comes to mind, just record and then, you know, drop it whenever I drop it. There is some stuff that's more specifically time sensitive. Like if I continue on with the uh, sorry, the manga coverage that more so. I believe I will specifically drop on Sundays right now. So, uh, when it at least when it comes to My Hero Academia, since Sunday is the official Viz translation of the manga, so I believe that I'm gonna stick to you know when I record stuff, um, drop it specifically on Sunday for those of for those who actually read the the Viz translation. There is you know some uh, I guess we would call it fan translations that come out before that. So. Uh, usually they're not too far off. Maybe there is some slight, um, you know, different translations between the two, but it's never really like that far off. But uh, yeah, so when it comes to that, that's most likely going to be on Sundays. Dragon Ball Super is a different, uh, different beast because that is a monthly manga, and usually that drops on the sometime between the nineteenth and the twenty second. Like those are usually the dates. Uh, but uh, for the next chapter, I know September they're taking off. So the next chapter we should receive is October. September should be a, at least an update on what the future of the manga is going to be. Because the arc that we were just in ended, the Granola arc. So we're probably just going to be getting like an update on, you know, maybe some hints at what the next arc is going to hold for us. Uh, other than that... I am also thinking about taking those those manga coverages and transitioning them into a video format, um, specifically for YouTube stuff, uh, because I just kind of feel like maybe it is more helpful to my viewer if you have a visual reference to something I'm talking about, so I can actually show you what I'm what I mean when I when I see stuff like that, you know, when I have my thoughts on stuff, maybe breaking it down a little bit. So that is something also in the works. But as for today, before we get into today, uh let's, you know, give me a follow, follow a like on my social media. Uh you can find me on JTrail180 on both Instagram and Twitter. Those both handles, J-T-R-E-L-L-1-8-0. You can find my podcast in most streaming platforms. And you can find my YouTube page, The John Cast Podcast. So yeah, go give me a like or give me a follow. Give me a like, leave some comments. Uh, for Spotify, hey, if you could leave me a star rating, five stars would be nice. But a star rating period is it's helpful altogether. Same thing on Apple Podcasts. Can I get you know a star rating? Five stars is nice. But hey, something is... Everything is helpful, and I I take feedback a lot. I like listening to it when I get it, so you know I can hopefully try to improve my craft. But as for today, today, um, after looking back on my episodes, I don't think I formally discussed my new love in anime, which is One Piece. 
uh, I was looking back at some of my episodes and I see on a different podcast I was on, which is Random Noobs, I did drop a video over there, but I'm pretty sure not a lot of people may know of that video existing, uh, but, and also I know I did talk about One Piece on there, on their platform as well, but I've never really formally done it here, so I'm pretty much going to be giving like an update on where I currently am in One Piece, my thoughts and opinions. So I'm just going to go beginning to where I am. So where I currently am uh, is post post time skip. Uh, so that the first I finished the first major arc after the, the time skip, which is uh, the Fishman Island uh, arc. So. Uh, I'm pretty much, they just wrapped up with that, and yeah, going forward, but yeah, One Piece in general, just, I gotta say, you know, before I really got into One Piece, before I sat down and watched it, I was one of those people who kind of said, you know what, like, One Piece is already 1,000 episodes, I think at the time it was 900 episodes in, and I was just like, at that point, it's just too far gone for me. Like they, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to try to catch up to it. And then uh, one day uh, I was just, you know, sitting there thinking like, you know, I've always been kind of in love with the concept of One Piece. I did watch One Piece initially when it came out as the four kids dub on, I believe that was channel 11 at the time, Kids WB, or maybe it was CW Kids, whatever it was at that time, but One Piece used to come on there, but it was the four kids dub, which is completely different from the the Funimation dub that's up there, but, you know, I remember, you know, I, I was always in love with the concept of One Piece, you know, him being a pirate and stuff like that, so I had some, some, uh, you know, diving into it a little bit. And then uh, I always also used to kind of just go on YouTube, see parts, you know, like I believe when Luffy first entered what I believe is fourth gear, um, he, um, I saw that on YouTube and was like, wow, that's, you know, that's interesting. I didn't really know, understand what was happening, but it was a, it was an interesting thing to me. So um, going on that, uh, I finally just kind of sat down and was like, what else am I doing? Because I don't really watch a lot of stuff as it is anyway. You know, I kind of watch stuff live. You know, like My Hero Academia. That is an anime that I, I watch as it comes out. Um, I don't really watch, like, other things. And if I do, I'll probably finish it in maybe, you know, a good one sitting or so. You know, even, like, when it comes to Marvel shows, I, I kind of... I don't really get into it right away because that's something I wait for my wife to, to watch. So... Kind of just felt like I was on a real in-between on what, what I was watching. So I just decided, you know what, F it. I'm going to start One Piece. And uh, one, two, two, key, two key factors played into that, and that's my boy James and my boy Anthony. Um, both of them, they're avid One Piece watchers, and they kind of pushed me or inspired me to finally say, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. If I don't like it, I don't like it. So... Starting from, you know, the beginning, I gotta say, um, I, I love the whole beginning setup, like, um, it's kind of long, um, in terms of the beginning, because it's a while before we actually get into, like, the first true arc, I guess, where we see everybody together, and what they're truly capable of, but, um, in terms of the setup, I feel like, so, in the, in the very early episodes, and for now, I'm just gonna say mostly everything from 
the very beginning up to maybe in these lobby. I feel like animation wise, if you are somebody who's listening to this, trying to decide if you wanted to get into One Piece and if animation is a factor for you, I kind of feel like in this case, you have to go in knowing this show started in the 90s. So the early episodes animation is definitely dated. Me, myself, if somebody was to tell me that I couldn't, that they didn't watch or they didn't they didn't like it and they they the first reason they say they didn't like it is because of animation that doesn't really carry a lot of weight for me because i kind of feel like if you're i understand being used to what we have now in terms of animation you know animation is more crisp now but i just feel like you have to go on with the understanding that i'm i'm diving into something that started in the 90s so what i'm watching animation wise is you know it is what it is for that time also, that being said, I don't really feel like it's terrible. I mean, there are times, you know, it gets wonky. And there, there is some points um, when I want to say the animation is kind of being updated. When I want to say when you start to see them getting updated animation, which is around uh, the Water 7 arc with Anisa uh, Lobby. Around that range, I kind of feel like that was when the definitive visually i kind of really started to see a different animation not to like the animation they have today but just a, a step up but even that transition there are some times where crazy craziness happens like some character in the background just looks way off like you know it just it, it's weird but it's it's not like really enough for me to go like oh i can't watch the show anymore but it, it does have its moments but in terms of storytelling and the setup what I enjoy in the setup is we start the show with Luffy um, and we start the show with understanding who Luffy is, how he received his power, um, him consuming the devil fruit to become a rubber, a rubber man, um, the, the, the gum gum fruit. So we understand his relationship with uh, Shanks and how Shanks inspired him to become a pirate and on top of being a pirate becoming king of the pirates so we get that set up and then we start with him trying to find a ship basically to start his voyage because he finally you know became of age to go travel so he just got basically we start with him in a in a barrel and he kind of gets rescued and he's just trying to you know now figure out who he's recruiting to his crew so we we get that and we understand his motivations simply he wants to be king of the pirates now from there i kind of like how we got we got introduced to every character in the original straw hat straw hat group but i like how we got introduced to them one by one and we understood who they were and what their motivations are for joining luffy and like in the case of uh so in the beginning we had zoro sanji Usopp and Nami so just those you know the original five it's it was um, awesome to me to see that it's not just we blindly follow Luffy for the sake of following Luffy it's everybody has their own motivations of why they follow, follow Luffy they believe in what he stands for in becoming king of the pirates but they also have their own goals that they are trying trying to achieve for Zoro, it's like he wants to become the best swordsman in, in the world. Um, 
And in doing that, he wants to defeat the best swordsman who he considers his enemy, which is Hawk, um, Hawkeye Mihawk. I might feel like I said that wrong, but um, uh, he wants to defeat him. And I, I also like that we got to see him in the early, in the beginning of the anime, and it showed how much of a a difference in in strength him and Zoro has. Like he he pulled out this tiny little dagger. You know, I think he was wearing it around his neck, the tiniest of daggers, and he fought Zoro with it. And it just showed the difference of, of power between them between the two in swordsmanship. And it's like, um, you know, at that moment we got uh, the scene of Zoro making a promise to Luffy that, you know, after he lost to Mihawk, he just he decided, you know, as as you're my captain and i failed you because i lost so from this point forward i'm never going to lose a fight again and you know you see him emotional and tearing up about it and you know that's again that's zoro's motivations then we go to anami initially when we first meet her her motivation is basically to get gather enough money to um free free her village um from uh from arlong one of the the um seven warlords of the sea so that is her her like kind of motivation at that time but her overall motivation is to become one of the greatest navigators and to be able to chart the whole world basically to to draw a map of the entire world after she after she navigated it you have Usopp who basically just wants who he sorry he just wants to not be a coward basically he wants to be a, a a real man he wants to be a warrior you know, he wants to, you know, be able to fight and, you know, hold the respect of many people. Sanji wants to, he wants to find a legendary sea known as the All Blue, where all fish in the sea gather from all different, all the different directions. Um, so when we um, meet them, you know, they all have their their own motivations in following luffy and i kind of like that going forward it's not ever forgotten we get it gets brought up you know at different points in the series so far at least why where i'm at not you know kind of reminding you like hey you know even though they're following luffy they do have their own things that they want to do and the same thing for the 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 crew as we keep um getting more people going forward um at this point the last person that i um the last person that I believe recruited that or that was that I got to the Straw Hats is Frankie. No, sorry, not Frankie. Um, uh, Brooke. Brooke is the last Straw Hat that I, I've uh, recruited. So Brooke is the the singer, and you know he wants to basically you know travel the world with Luffy, but he at the end of it he wants to get back to his friend. Um, I don't remember the whale's name right now. You know when you and John has podcast, there's gonna be a lot that I forget. Uh, you know, I just I just come on here and I just talk sometimes and I, I forget stuff and you know that's that's just part of it for me. I'm not gonna sit here and you know be upset that I forgot it. I'm a human, it happens, but uh so yeah, that is his motivation that we got Frankie and Frankie just wants to, you know, pretty much he wanted to build the the greatest ship in in um that they have now, which is the the Thousand Sunny, and he wanted to be there to you know fulfill being um can't remember the proper title but the 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 ship the ship the ship the shipwright there you go uh to be the shipwright and be able to repair it and you know kind of have a hand on 
Luffy becoming a greatest pirate, but now having the greatest ship that was ever built to become the king of the pirates. Uh, and then we got Chopper, who pretty much wants to be the greatest doctor ever. You know, simple as that. Um, then we have uh, Nico Robin, and you know her her motivation is to understand uh, the Poneglyphs. The Poneglyphs in this show is basically an old ancient language that she's able to decipher, which is telling the story of history but is also guiding like a map in a way finding the ancient weapons the three weapons so i haven't really gotten deep into that lore yet so i'm not really going to talk about that as much because i'm not really you know 100 percent in there like I, it's been mentioned a couple times but uh i'm not gonna pretend that i know a lot about what's going on with that stuff at the moment but yeah, so even as the new 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 people come in to the the straw hats, it's nice to see that you know it's not just we we decided to blindly follow Luffy for the sake of following Luffy. It's like no, I have uh, I believe in Lu- what Luffy stands for, but you know at the same time I want to do I want to do the things that I wanted to do, and it's always present. It's never really forgotten, and I feel like in terms of you know just simple story that's that's great so um aside from the crew you know i I, it's it's like you know you got kind of i don't really feel like this is the best comparison but you know like we all grew up on dragon ball c at some at some point i feel like that's most most at least people of my age are starter anime so you know at this point it's just goku vegeta and then there's everybody else so it's you know for this it's like it's a nice change of pace so in terms of you know storytelling and arcs i so far there are several arcs um i think i have like three favorite arcs of everything i've saw um so far but um starting with uh what should i start from the bottom or should i start with the top that is the question let's start from the bottom starting from the bottom i think of the three that really like you know just definitely stood out for me um my favorite is or sorry my third favorite is the water seven arc with the anise lobby uh them rescuing robin because i feel like in that in that section of story there was a lot of stakes that was being being uh put on the table there with robin and then you had later on the the buster call and understanding what the buster call is so that arc is definitely you know one of my favorites especially with the introduction of sniper king sniper king is probably my favorite anime character ever like he might he might rival Escanor for me, and Escanor is also one of my my favorites. But Sniper King from Sniper Island, uh, look if you if you're interested, just go on YouTube, type in Sniper King song. Make sure it's the English version of it. It is one of my favorite things to see. Like there is a point he comes back later, and I'm telling you, I popped I popped for it. I I I I enjoy every bit of Sniper King. I every time he's 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 on screen anything that he does and especially the running joke of luffy doesn't recognize who he who he is which is is usopp under the mask you know everybody knows it's usopp but the only person who can't recognize it is luffy 
I, I enjoyed that. But in terms of just Ennis Lobby, it was um, we had the CP9 agents, and that's also when we got uh, when we left the Going Mary, which was their ship at the time. So. In terms of like you know emotional investment in it, and in terms of just you know storytelling period, I felt like that arc did really well in that capacity for me. Um, I is one of the ones I remember fondly, and I I feel like that's when we started to see like you know more of an advancement too in what the Straw Hats are capable of, because um, most most times there's a simple formula to one piece and usually it's not all the time it's not in every arc but it's usually how it kind of plays out and for me that 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 scenario is usually they get somehow they may bump into the who quote unquote the main villain of the arc is they bump into him or them or she or they and they get into a battle with them but they get their asses hand, handed to them in some way and usually it's like you know in in these lobbies case they were trying to figure out what was going on with nico robin because she left the straw hats temporarily to join cp9 and she portrayed herself as a villain so as so as as nico robin is you know kind of become a shadowy figure at this point because they don't know what happened luffy and the gang is trying to figure out why 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 did you leave us what is going on so they confront her and they don't really get answers and they get into a fight with the cp9 agents who i'm not really gonna get into that because i don't want to completely spoil every any everything but they get in they come confront the CP9 agents and the CP9 agents just you know kind of handle them because they are on a different level in terms of power and what they're able to do. So once they get beat, um, Nami, I believe, uh, I can't remember his name, but it's not important right now. But Nami finds out why Nico Robin is doing what she's doing. She basically you know, is trying to distance herself from the Straw Hats because she doesn't want them to die in order for her to to um, not have them become the, you know, the center target of the Marines. She decided to join the CP9 agents to help them find what they were looking for and to spare the Straw Hats. So at that point, you get the, okay... Now, now we know why she's doing what she's doing. And for Luffy, that's how you get his, you know, motivation. Um, I'm going to go back to an earlier version of this, which, which I felt is the best one because it's pretty much the first time it happens. But once the Straw Hats get the, you know, the motivation to fight, it's like, all right, now it's about to go down. It's usually we get our asses handed to us. Now it's time to get back up, dust off, and let's go kick their asses. It's never really a, we need to go train for, you know, X amount of time. We need to go find some some mystical weapon or something that's going to even the playing field. It's usually just, nah, we got beat up. And we, you, you got us this time, but now we're going to get ours back. And so they go back, they go find, now they have the motivation to fight. And understand they're going, they're fighting for a friend now. And, you know, everything else happens. So... I enjoyed that, but going to 
and the earliest one which i felt like you know again is the most at least for me is the is the best one but when uh early on when we're going through at least nami side and we're dealing with arlong and arlong park we get to a point where nami basically is is just she's completely defeated because she's tried everything she could with arlong and he basically reveals that he's lied to her stuff like that he was never gonna let her go all that stuff so now she you know she's upset and she's crying she's in tears and luffy throughout the entire time has been kind of trying to find her and he basically told her at another point hey if you if you at the end of the day you're my friend i view you as my friend and you're my navigator so regardless if you decide to be with us or not if you tell me that you need help i'm going to do my best to help you and it is like an amazing scene because that's when nami breaks down and she finally says luffy please help me I don't know what else to do. Please help me. And he takes his straw hat off and he puts it on her head and basically says, I, I got this. And he walks off. And now as he's walking off, one by one, there's only uh, the four. This is the original straw hats at the time. Each of them pull up with him. And there's nothing like in this anime when the straw hats pull up. When the straw hats pull up, it is uh, it, when they do it right, it is one of the most amazing things ever. Because now they just walked up to Arlong Park punched the door down i was like all right you fucked with you fuck with one of our crew now it's time for you to get your ass handed to you so the same thing happens eventually in uh in the in uh water seven arc when they they pull up as a as as a crew to save robin and in that time probably my second favorite time when they pull up as a unit that's when they shot down the world government flag basically declaring war on the world government and Luffy basically tells Sniper King, yeah, shoot it down. And he takes a, a like a flame bullet and shoots the, the, the flag down, declaring war on the world government. So in this anime, for me, it's not, there's nothing like when, a, when the Straw Hats pull up as a unit and you know shit is about to go down. I, I enjoyed every time that, they, that they, they do it and they pull it off the right way. So going into what I consider my second favorite, I know this might be a little bit, controversial to some but my second favorite so far is um water not water seven marine ford and marine ford is kind of when we get sort of the reset of one piece going into the time skip in my opinion i kind of felt like you know this is when we stripped everything away from from luffy and we kind of focused on the world itself like it wasn't really about the straw hats at this point it was about them going to or Luffy trying to rescue Ace, but we also got the introduction of the other big players that are around. So we get to see more at this point. We get to see more of the seven warlords of the sea. And, you know, at this point, I believe in the show, we only I believe we only had seen. No, we've seen a lot of them. There was Bartholomew Kuma. We already seen um, there was, even though it was for a blinking you missed type of moment, there was Doflamingo. Uh, we had uh, Crocodile. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any anybody else who was introduced before that. There was the, uh, sorry, there was the, 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 um, from Thriller Bark. 
I can't remember his name because I didn't really care much about him. But there was that guy from 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 Thriller Bark. He's one of the seven Lord, warlords of the sea as well. I feel like his name is going to come <laughs> come to me. Uh, Gecko Moria. There you go. That's his name. Uh, so I think that's probably it in terms of like the ones that we met up until that point. So then after that we oh, also Hawkeye, who's also a a seven warlord, and then we get the introduction of uh uh dang man i suck at this like i'll be having names there and then it just be gone right away uh boa hancock we get uh the introduction of her so now at this point the government calls on the seven warlords to fight the ba- the battle of holding off whitebeard and whitebeard i believe at this time is considered one of the the emperors one of the four yanko so i feel like you know in terms of seeing that it's like okay I, you know and there's still three other yanko out there that we haven't met yet uh i'm i believe shanks is one at that point in time but i'm not 100 percent sure on that but um yeah and then we get the 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 marines themselves we get we meet the marine commanders I'm not gonna pretend I remember every every Marine commander's name. I don't, it's, so I'm not even gonna try. But I feel like we're trying, starting to see like the bigger players at that point in time of the world, and what is going on here. So we get to the understanding of um, Ace is Gold Rogers' actual son, and that's why they're executing him. And at the same time, you get the other, you know background factor for the longest of times which is blackbeard coming to the forefront and showing you know his 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 flex on having power so like marine forward is definitely like action-packed and i definitely enjoyed it but in terms of like villains and stuff like i don't really feel like there was like a main one like they, there's that the, the the commander who has the the power with uh, lava and stuff like that sure we could throw him in there but it was just like you know there was a there there's a a big event happening here and everybody is you know hey we need to go rescue ace and i did enjoy all the characters that we get to see in that point being built up and i feel like when you know this this stuff is happening Understanding all the, the powers at play, understanding all the characters that's here, understanding all the build up, getting, you know, the death of Ace, understanding Luffy going forward after um Marine Ford, you know, his motivations. We get uh Jimbe, uh, you know, just all the stuff that's there, definitely hands down right now. Like Marine Ford is like I would call it my number one, but uh, the one that I give the nod to right now, and it's only it's really because of the villain, and that is um the Alabasta arc. So I really enjoyed Crocodile. Crocodile, you know, that is probably the first major villain for me. Like, yeah, we had some other people along the way, Arlong and stuff, but in terms of like the 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 political scheming the 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 the, the figure in the shadows you know the, we had the 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 baroque the baroque works agents um all of that 
you know, dealing with trying to find out who the leader of the Baroque Works agents were. You know, eventually it gets revealed that it's Crocodile. Crocodile is playing the, you know, the role of, yeah, you know, you you people treat me as a hero because, you know, I try my best to do this stuff for you. But in the background, I'm trying to take over this kingdom. And, you know, I just really enjoyed Crocodile as a villain. And I, because, and I feel like, you know, when it comes to, you know, like story arcs and anime... Some sometimes you gotta have like you know that that villain, and I feel like for me personally, he's like on that level with Frieza, in 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 terms of being a villain. And I don't really feel like anybody has for me again has topped Crocodile as of yet. So like Crocodile is like my like when it comes to villains of One Piece, I will always start with Crocodile right now. That could change in the future as I'm not completely caught up, but I just feel like. Throughout that whole arc, like, even Luffy had to fight Crocodile, you know, a total of three times before he actually beat him. And that was, you know, sort of going through the formula. He met Crocodile. He got defeated by Crocodile. He fought him a second time, got beat again. And the third time, he finally, you know, figured out the strategy to defeating Crocodile. But then you had the Civil War that was breaking out in the midst of that. You know, the emotional string that was being tugged there of watching her kingdom, uh, Vivi watching her kingdom fall apart, trying to save it and everything that was happening. So it was just like, you know, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on, going on there and everybody's trying to stop it, prevent, you know, stuff going on. You had the bomb that was going to go off. And we also had the, the, the first major poneglyph that was revealed, you know, that's also the introduction of Nico Robin. So I just, I just, I, I've loved that arc the most so far, and it's not really like to say like all the ones suck. Like the other ones, like all the other ones, you know, they're okay for me. Like they're they're average. I'm not going, you know, pretend like like they all suck. But there are some that just felt like they were dragging. Like Thriller Bark, I just felt like it was dragging on too long after the introduction of Ors. Um, I felt like that just took way too long. Um, then we have Sky Island. Sky Island, I put, I, I take separately because I did not watch the anime version of Sky Island, I say. I kind of went to, I know One Piece had movies, and this movie was called the episode of Skypea. So, in that episode, in that movie, it kind of covers everything related to the Sky Island arc, or Skypea. So that's how I watched that. It's like a maybe an hour and a half movie that covers everything that happens in the anime. And it kind of cut, cuts out a little bit of the fluff. But it gives you, you know, pretty much everything you need to know. So that I, can, I watch that a little differently than normal. Um, and other than that, there's, like, in terms of, like, maybe skipping episodes, I do I do skip a, little, a few episodes. And that's only because it's like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm over this. I don't really want to watch this. I'm not feeling it at all. So I just kind of skip, maybe skip an episode. But the ones that I definitely skip 100% all the time is um, there's a character by the name of Foxy. I freaking hate Foxy. I hate him as a character. I hate everything he stands for. I want him gone from the show. I want nothing to do with him. I hate him. I just I just hate him as a character. Like, I just do not enjoy anything with, with, with him involved. Like... The only thing that I, like, I watched, and that was only because I really wanted to see it, was when Luffy puts the afro on and, and he gets into the boxing fight with with um, with um Foxy. But other than that, I, I freaking hate it. I just, I hate everything about Foxy. And then, to be just caught up on where I currently am, I am at the, after the time skip. And after the time skip is when we, um, is when, you know, we get to learn the different types of uh well every it's been hinted at and kind of revealed 
as we go as we go on as we go forward but there is um the the forms of hockey that's introduced uh i there's conquerors heart hockey armament hockey and i'm forgetting the third the third type of hockey i always forget the third one uh i'm trying to remember trying my hardest to remember uh yeah it's it's gone i'm not even gone <laughs> i'm not even going keep keep trying as hard with that one but we learn with the um you know with the battles that luffy his is um with the battle that luffy has come from at this point there has been like you know everybody's kind of talking about hockey and everybody's saying different things about it but during marine ford we see luffy has the power to use um to use conqueror's hockey which is basically he has like a i think to kind of put it in an easy way that he has a um like an endowment a, a will stronger than other other people so <clears throat> sorry so we see that in the actual marine ford arc when he um when he's going to rescue ace and uh, they're about to execute him and then he screams really loud loudly in a way and he um he 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 incapacitates all the marines surrounding him at that point in time so so he um oh man it's getting hard to talk right now i need to take a sip Sorry about that, but he 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 learns from Rayleigh, you know, these three different types of hockey, and basically this is what everybody else is using. You know, this is why when you fight certain people and you're actually able to feel pain, they're using hockey to do this to you. There, this is what is what is why you're feeling this, and he's going to teach him how to use the different the um the three different types of hockey. So he, you know, they go on the, the time skip and he, observation hockey. It took me a long time to come back around to that, but the third one is observation hockey. Uh, so armament hockey, observation hockey, and conquerors hockey. So he, um, during the time skip, you know, Rayleigh trains him, learns how to do it. So that's when um, everything, I feel like, maybe kind of like a reset happened within the world of one piece from that point on uh i feel like i in this whole section i just did a lot of rambling and i'm kind of threw threw myself off where i was going so work with work with me here <laughs> is i'm all over the place right now because i was trying to think so hard about what that third that third that third hockey was because i was like i know what it is it's right here it's right here i need to get this out man for the people but yeah so i got that out um observation hockey and i'm proud of myself for it but <laughs> uh yeah so with uh let's just start with the with the with the time skip right and then let's let's try to refocus where we're going but the time skip um everybody got separated and post time skip we bring them all back together but everybody's basically for two years i believe everybody is training doing their own thing learning how to improve themselves how to get stronger stuff like that and when we come back from the the time skip i feel like 
in terms of when we meet the characters it's fine you know like them coming back may you know just kind of showing yeah we're we're more more improved i feel like we got like a fun thing happening when they came back but then the first real real arc which was the fishman island arc that arc to me it wasn't it was it, it was like i was told it was like the flex arc and i feel like exactly that i didn't feel at all like the main villain his name is hody hody jones and I didn't feel at any point in time he was like a threat to the Straw Hats. I didn't feel like at any point in time he was like anywhere on Luffy's level, even after he was taking his steroids. After all that stuff, I never ever felt he was a threat to Luffy. I just felt like, yeah, he, he's, what he's doing to Luffy is still dastardly means, and that's the only reason why he's like doing anything to him. It's not because he's actually like overpowering him in any way. And even so, like, I don't even really feel like we've seen what luffy is actually capable of like if he actually fought to like you know fought to the end kind of thing i just feel like we saw like parts of bits and pieces of what he learned and you know i understand we we got to hold some stuff back but i didn't really feel like anything so it was just like with the fishman island like yeah okay it was good and you know i, I other than that i'm i'm waiting for the next one right now what what happens in the next the next arc and i believe the next character is doflamingo and i'm kind of excited to see him because i know he is a he is kind of a big player and before me watching one piece understanding what was you know just seeing some some clips of it and seeing doflamingo so i kind of feel like you know he is a big deal and i'm probably really going to enjoy you know his his story arc when when i get around to it hopefully that's the next arc not really sure yet but uh, I'm going to wrap it up here because I am going all over the place right now. You know, I feel like in this last couple minutes, I've just gone all over the place. I feel like I've lost myself in what I was talking about. But I hope you guys who stuck around this long to listen to me talk about nonsense, you know, I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, you know, follow me on social media. Like I said in the beginning. Some ratings will be nice on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys have a great day, great rest of the week, great whatever. See you guys on the next one. Peace.